In today's fast-paced world, your business deserves banking solutions that are as dynamic and cost-effective as you are. Solutions like free business checking from LGE Community Credit Union, free online and mobile banking, no minimum balance required, plus no maintenance fees and dividends on your balance. At LGE, we're a smarter way to bank. See what's possible for your business at lgeccu.org. No monthly maintenance fees. Other service fees such as NSF, overdraft, wire, and stop payment fees still apply. Not all businesses will qualify. Membership eligibility and base savings account that keeps a $5 minimum balance required. This is a 680 The Fan podcast. To hear more live and local sports content like this, tune into 680 AM or 93.7 FM or download The Fan app. In today's fast-paced world, your business deserves banking solutions that are as dynamic and cost-effective as you are. Solutions like free business checking from LGE Community Credit Union, free online and mobile banking, no minimum balance required, plus no maintenance fees and dividends on your balance. At LGE, we're a smarter way to bank. See what's possible for your business at lgeccu.org. No monthly maintenance fees. Other service fees such as NSF, overdraft, wire, and stop payment fees still apply. Not all businesses will qualify. Membership eligibility and base savings account that keeps $5 minimum balance required. Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com. The Fan. Get it cranked up in our 5 o'clock hour on this Valentine's Day Eve. Thanks for spending your day right here with us on the fan on FM at 93.7. If you haven't tried the AM in a while, give it a shot. I always like to say the real ones battle for the static. And if you have not tried our 6 8 of the fan mobile app, that's going to be the piece of the puzzle you're going to need as we get into baseball season to keep up with all your Braves baseball, which, by the way, we'll get to pitchers and catchers reporting. Oh, baseball's back. Yep, here in a moment. Now, uh, it is 5.02 on, thank- on uh, Thanksgiving, on uh, Valentine's Day Eve. So if you've not done any shopping at this point, you're just, you're, you're screwed, right? You could do the thing where you swing by Walmart and you go through that aisle of the shoebox cards. And Don't want that. You end up buying a card that says Grandma Loves You. You give it to your wife and be like, that's all that was left. So we want to save Valentine's Day for you because we have nothing but love for our listeners. And we've been doing this all day by giving you guys a special Valentine's Day gift package to save the day for you. So right now, caller number six, you're in to win our final package of the day at 404-231-1680. Now, before we pick our winner, Chuck, we've got uh, wags beefing. Uh, Wives and girlfriends. Correct. We've got 49ers wags and Chiefs wags beefing, which is just the best. This is so good. This is never, no. When relatives hit social media or no. So you've got this Bunch of uh, wives for the Chiefs doing the, of course we won the Super Bowl. You know, one of these things everybody's doing now. The We're Chiefs wives. We won the Super Bowl. So you got that. Then you've got, uh, like, Eli Mitchell's wife or girlfriend of the 49ers. She saw it and went and wrote, be original. To which that angered another member of one oh, of the. Oh, no. Yeah, who's Coco? She's, she's, whose girlfriend or wife is she? Because she wrote, we are original. We keep winning. <laughs> so now you've got this back and forth and it won't stop. Then somebody wrote, y'all don't even deserve it. Somebody wrote back by default as usual, and they just kept going and going and going. 
So you got Wags beefing on both sides. I'm here for all of this. Does anybody, like Brent Grimes back in the day, the first time I found out who his wife was. Miko. She introduced herself to everyone on Twitter. She did. The first time I was like, you need to talk to your lady and explain you're not helping my contract situation. Like yeah, you're the bot. Then the second time I was like, all right, he can't control. No, he's her. Like, of He's her. absolutely. Of she's, course. She's on. Don't you talk to your wife and say you're not helping things. And then she goes, are you going to tell me what to do? You're controlling me. Oh, I thought we didn't have that kind of relationship. I thought it was free to be me on social media. Oh, boy. And then you're like, oh, hell, what do I do? I'm sorry. <laughs> That's exactly right. Uh, all right. Here, you're a uh, caller number. What did I ask? We're six. You're on the fan. Happy uh, Valentine's Day. Who's this? Hey, this is Dean. Hey, Dean. How are you? I'm doing well. So it's a 5.04 on uh, Valentine's Eve. You haven't done a bit of shopping, have you? Not one. Yeah. No, nothing. Mar- married in a relationship? What are we looking at? Yeah, I'm married. <laughs> you I'm hear married. the defeat in his uh, voice. How well, long? you know, it, and I, I hate to say it, but almost 20 years. Yeah, and, uh, yeah it is. I just, it's 5.05 now. You Not got- good. <laughs> You guys don't celebrate Valentine's anymore, do you? Uh, no, no, I think I still have to. You have to. Okay. Yeah. So, I think we have three kids, so the kids make. Yes, the kids. It's exactly right. We pivot to giving the kids stuff. But if you're giving the kids stuff and you stopped by Walgreens, you got to get the wife a card or else she's like, oh, because she says I don't want anything and she is. She wants something. So good news for you, Dean. Married almost 20 years, three kids, defeating your voice. We have put together a special Valentine's Eve package to save the day. DT, what's he getting? Congratulations, Dean. You've won the laziest package possible because apparently you were a real piece of crap this year. Don't even have a chance to get laid this Valentine's Day. That's what it says here. He's been married 20 years. That's going to happen. Well, yeah, that three kids are tired. (laughs) But since you were extremely desperate, we do have this the laziest package possible. We know you you've been left out in the cold this Valentine's Day. Well, at least we can keep your hands warm with this random koozie we found likely left over from some promo. And what's that, Dean? You said you haven't even gotten your girl a card? Not even a card? Well, we've got a bunch of ballpoint pins for you, Ooh. so you and the kids together make a card. can make a homemade card. That's always sweet. Like that's a great sweet. school yeah, like project. Right. Um, yeah, I think that's it. If that's, you're really, that's it? If you're really desperate, we can probably throw in some other crap. That's all we're giving them are pens and a koozie? No, 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 no. Best Valentine's Day ever for Dean. All right, Dean, let me up the ante. The good news is the guy who won the, uh, what was the 4 o'clock package, that one? That was a, a T-shirt oh, yeah. from our friends at Extra 106.3. Correct. So we had, a, uh, we had a, a, all the right moves package at 4 o'clock. That guy said he didn't want it. So not only have you won the ballpoint pens and the koozie, you have now got the Extra 106.3 T-shirt. Wow. What else was in that package? There was uh, some mugs, right? There was some mugs. You get Dr. Medina's prescription. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You get Carlos Medina's prescription, uh, prescription for a I good promise, love life. by the time you come here tomorrow, 10 o'clock, um, there will be something good added. And Chuck will be in the building, so maybe he'll deliver there it to you. There will be something good Chuck, added. Chuck, do not make promises we can't keep. Yeah, I don't want to say that. Try to add something good. All right, Dean, hold on. We'll My get some goodness. info. Who loves you? Oh, yeah. Dean's gone. All right, thank you, DT. Appreciate it. So that's it. We're out of stuff now. So hope everybody else, you're on your own, man. Stop at uh, CVS on the way and hope stuff's left. We needed to do better. You get that oversized teddy bear and say it's for everybody. <laughs> we needed to do better. Uh, Super Bowl 58 did just fine. They drew an audience of 123 million, the most watched telecast in history. Now, CBS reports that 202 million people at some point were watching at least part or all of the Super Bowl, representing, again, the game's largest total audience ever. Now, that's a ridiculous number, 200 million. I still ask the question, if you're not watching the game, what are you watching? What are you doing 
Sunday night. 130 million Americans. What are you doing? It's uh, That game ended at, what did we say, 1046. Going to church, some of you. At 10, 10 o'clock at night? No. That's what I'm saying. It's 10 o'clock. The game's got five minutes to go before it gets out of overtime. Are you watching HGTV? You may be in bed. Okay. Game's on, though. But percentage of TVs in use. Right. Um, I don't know. I can't flip flop. I just feel like you just want to be in the know because even if you're not a football fan, you're like everybody's gonna be talking about this. I have to watch, so I don't. Maybe know. the maybe the measurement is under. Could be, could be. Now CBS is gonna take home a big old fat bunch of revenue for this six hundred and fifty million in estimated ad revenue plus a bonus fifty million or more for the overtime session. They made fifty million plus in ad revenue for the game going to OT. So there's seven hundred million just in the ads for CBS. Now we get to the gambling aspect of it, and it will not surprise you when the game's in Vegas. Huge handle. Huge handle. Per the Nevada Gaming Control Board, the Nevada sports books broke the state record for Super Bowl wagering at over 185 million bet on the game, passing the mark of 179 million set in 2022. The goal would be that 10% of that is the take, and you don't care what happens to the side of the total if you set the number and you're able to kind of keep up with it, but... They got hammered. Mm-hmm. The Chiefs and over, and the overtime bet as a prop. They it was a really it was a bloody day for them. I don't know. I want to see what the numbers look like because the books all claim that they haven't had a losing uh, Super Bowl in a very long time. They had one Sunday, did they? Yeah. Again, I have not seen the. Uh, no, I I'm read sorry. it was uh, like a six million dollar profit or something yeah, that's like what that. I thought not too. so yeah. like half, a huge profit. I read. But, a, I, re- I read yesterday that the o- that going to overtime yeah. and the fact that the Chiefs and the, the like those three killed them. I mean, I, they cut into it significantly. Correct. That's probably a better way to say yeah. it than they took a bath. They probably didn't get the number that they were hoping for out of it. Now, the NFL is the one thing, and I, I can't wrap my head around the fact that there's no bubble bursting. Everything's got a bubble, a ceiling. It's like, when is it going to burst? I keep saying it's going to happen, and I don't. I give up. I love it. I'm as invested as everybody. Like, I bet if you ask Roger Goodell. When do you think this ends? He has no answers because it just keeps getting bigger. The Super Bowl bigger. became a bigger event this year than it had been in the entire history. Of the, even when it first brought, whoa, wait a minute, the Super Bowl is where we stop everything, which might have been on the late 70s, early 80s. Uh, even now, 40 years past that, so, now they stumbled onto it. Mm-hmm. They decided about Vegas, plus it wound up being the Chiefs and with Taylor. They stumbled onto some of this. They found a way. The Super Bowl just became a bigger event. I, I'm telling you. But, but it's not just the Super Bowl. They did $50 million for the AFC and uh-huh. NFC Championships games each. Like, there's no bubble for any of this. The regular season number's higher than they've ever been. The gambling number's bigger than they've ever been. The TV number's like, there's, I don't know where it ends. If the NFL has something just fall, that gets their attention, just fall out of the sky, like, wow, the Super Bowl experience in Vegas. Remember when the NBA All-Star game went to Las Vegas? They're like, we're never going back. Um, that's not apparently the, the full takeaway. They're already booked for other cities going forward. Las Vegas is in there, man. Short list. Like Southern California, South Florida, Vegas, New Orleans. Do you have a new stadium? Okay, once every 12 years now. Do you agree, though, while that the locale it matters? Generally, if you're having that many people watching, the game's played in your TV. So I don't know that, like from a... But you're talking about like the entire entity. It no, gets bigger and it won't slow down. But I'm not even saying the Super Bowl. I'm saying they found a way for their marquee event to actually get bigger. Sure. I'm saying the NFL product. Like, week four is bigger than it's ever been. Week 11 is bigger than it's ever been. Well, that's a plan. That's why there's going to be a team in Germany and there's, Mexico City and England. Ma- and baseball's got a plan. Basketball's got a plan. But they they're can't. enacting it, though. I just, I don't, I don't know what, how this happened. How the NFL did this and how they just keep 
the, the revenue, the TV deals, the streaming deals, the gambling aspect, the, the fantasy. It's four it's expansion unreal. teams for about six billion apiece. Nutty. It really is nutty. Uh, but the good news, if you're an NFL fan, is the season is over, but you have like a week off before we have NFL content again. The combine is 16 days away. <laughs> We have two weeks and two days before the league reconvenes in Indianapolis for the Underwear Olympics, so that's just 16 days. Then two weeks after that, Monday, March 11th at 4 p.m., the window opens for free agency, and I don't mean to ruin this for you. They've already started talking about players and talking to agents. We'll have Hadley Engelhard tomorrow. This is his wheelhouse. Between now and March 11th, these agents, burner phones or just meetings, they're all kinds of conversations. But teams will be allowed to start talking about contracts and negotiate March 11th. You have to wait till a 4 o'clock window opens on Wednesday, March 13th to sign the guy. And also trades can start on that March 13th on Wednesday at 4 p.m. So theoretically, the Falcons could have a new quarterback in 27 days. Does an agent like Hadley, do you send like the junior intern to Walmart to buy a dozen phones like once a year? Great question. You should ask him. Seriously, I'd then love every to know. few weeks you just take out a new one. Like a burner phone everywhere. It's like Brady, remember? Oh, yeah. no, I use burner phone. I throw my phone away all the time. But how many do you think? I break my phone always. What if they don't even go to that extent anymore? Like, are, so we text, we do whatever. Are they really going to pull my phone? Because the league doesn't want, nor do they care if you're really doing this. They'll say publicly they don't want you to do it. They, they're not dumb. Well, they don't have subpoena power. What's going to happen at the Combine when all these players and agents are together and all these teams are together? They're going to be talking about free agency and trades a ton. How would you stop that? And they're going to be in person doing Damn. it. So yes. They'll be there. Right. Now, 27 days from today, the Falcons, in theory, could be holding up a Kirk Cousins jersey. Mm-hmm. Could happen. 29 days from now, they could be holding up a Russell Wilson jersey or a Justin Fields jersey or others. That's how quick this happens. But right after we start getting into free agency, 11 days after that, league meetings in Orlando, OTAs, middle of April, draft April 25th, 26th, and 27th from Detroit. You said you wanted to go. To Vegas for the draft. What's well, in Detroit. Detroit. So then rookie mini camp the week after. We have OTAs in May, schedule release May 8th and 9th, June mini camp, and then it's back in July. It's like, oh my, there's no break. Hall of Fame game. That's it. We have no offseason at all, which is what the NFL has always wanted. Uh, do you want some Falcon rumors? Oh, absolutely. Are they going to turn into reports? I don't know. We'll find out. We need to make some production. We've got rumors. Lots and lots of rumors. I think you just laid down the lyrics if we could get a musical That track. sounded like, hey, Colin, you got to do this now. I didn't want to be so overt, but yeah. Give him a beat. Yeah. Now, this one was whispered yesterday, but it's getting louder, that the uh, Patriots have explored moving out of their first-round pick. The Falcons, the Raiders, and the Vikings are all expected to show interest in moving up. Now, the second part, like, I'm just expecting teams who need a quarterback to try to trade up, so that's connecting dots. The first part is the Patriots have explored moving out of the first round. What's that exploration look like? They need a quarterback themselves. They do. And the quarterbacks are all going to be gone after their pick. Right. At least the the ones. ones, Yeah, the top board. Sure. So you got that uh, rumor. Then a rumor popped about the Falcons having an interest in Eagles pass rusher Hassan Reddick. This was from the Liberty Line, a website in Philly. But then minutes later, Jordan Schultz from the Bleacher Report said, I just spoke to Hassan Reddick, who tells me he never requested a trade. Yep. He wants to stay in Philly, wants to get an extension done. Reddick has one year left on his deal with no guaranteed money. The Eagles are aware that Reddick has one year left, wants a new deal. But again, they might have to start moving some yeah, money let's, around. Let's see what Daniil Hunter, who's young, excuse me, uh, Reddick is younger and healthier. Now, they're the same age, believe it or not. They're both 29. How about that? 
Do you know no. that? Yeah, yeah they're both 29. I thought he was like two years younger than oh, him. Reddick, who's at 50 and a half sacks, is 29 years old. Uh, Daniil's 29. He'll be 30 I'm next year. Let's see what his number is. Yeah, what's well, going to be big? I don't know what the because what is, he's a free agent now. What is the pass rush top of the market on free agents? Idea for Daniil's three for sixty to sixty-five. Wowzers! Yeah, it's the price of doing business. So rumors, we've got rumors. I'm sure Lyrics, more of those. he's giving you a second track of that. So some of the work with there, Cullen. Put that all together. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Chuck, your Hawks lost last night. Gave up 136 points to the Bulls. Yeah, the playing is at risk. Well, it's not at risk, but they were trying to battle for the nine seed. That's my life as a Hawk fan. They're battling for the nine seed. But they felt like it was a Monday night, so we don't have to try it all defensively. And that's the way they looked last night. The Bulls' season high in points was 132 against the Lakers. They scored 136. without. They were wide open corner threes. They were getting to the bucket. Like The Hawks didn't even care at all about defense last night. It was sad. It's sad. Typically watch them play defense last night. They didn't even try. But it, the script follows Hawks' scripts, right? They were up seven after one. Okay. They get up by 12 with three minutes and 40 seconds left in the half. And you're like, it's going to be a good first half. And then the Bulls finish the final 340 on a 17-4 to four run. So they go into the break with the lead. And you know who that affects? Tabitha Turner. The Hawks only do that, that off-court halftime interview when they have the lead. So now they're down one. She can't get the interview with the Hawk. Sorry, this, Tabitha. This has taken about two weeks for DeJounte to be like every time he spoke, uh, somebody would say, what about getting traded? He's like, yeah, no, it could happen. Uh, to now, right after the deadline, it's going to be Trey who gets traded, and yeah, DeJounte will stay. Boy, DeJounte's RBF is on display every night, too. He just does, He just has the RBF of, like, I don't know. He looks like uh, Brian Hoyt's wife. And I love Lisa, but just not happy. Losing, obviously, not fun, but what does he have to be angry about? He's playing with a great player, a superstar, a chance to shine himself, and he got paid. I don't think he wants to be here, and it's pretty clear. But that didn't mean you're going to trade him for, you know, pennies on the dollar. But he just, he has a, he hit 34 the other night. And the post-game interview was like, just looked angry. It's like, I took a pay cut to be here. <laughs> right. You see his post-game the other night? Just looked. Yeah. Mad. Another thing from yesterday, too. Okongwu got uh, hurt. Yep. He has the toe injuries. A day so now we have no Okongwu and no Capella. That's fine. They have a third center. Oh, no, they don't. They were, playing, they were playing Jalen Johnson at backup center the other night, so good times. Is Bruno going to start? Bruno Fernando. Uh, what what Does else that actually have to happen? What, what do you, who's your other option? Tree Rollins? Yeah, they're gonna, <laughs> Bruno, go get some minutes, buddy. Poor Bruno. When I watch him go to the free throw line, I feel bad for poor Bruno. Dude. It's one of the funkiest looking free throws ever. Uh, all right, we are on the eve of Brave Spring Training. Everybody say ho. Oh, baseball's back. Pitchers and catchers report tomorrow in Northport. They're on the field Thursday, and then it's on from there. We'll have Grapefruit League action starting a week from Saturday here on The Fan. The Braves will play February 24th against Tampa and Port Charlotte. Again, 1 o'clock first pitch. All the weekend action here on The Fan. Weekday games will be on the 680 The Fan mobile app and ESPN 107, or excuse me, 1037. So you'll get all the action. And then Nick and Chris are live in Northport next week for a full week of live shows and coverage and our friend Schwartz on Sports. We'll be down there as well, giving you all the social media context and all the content from all Brave Spring Training. If Murphy, Olsen, Riley, I don't know, Acuna, somebody had 47 at-bats in spring and had like five hits and one RBI and just one extra base hit, would you care about the hitters? Because we normally dismiss pitcher statistics, but care. hitters we pay a little attention I don't to. Care. I really don't. I've seen guys hit 600 in spring and then hit 220 in April. And that's, yeah, that's, that's true. You know my just, philosophy. But, but just we, be healthy. We always dismiss if a pitcher has a bad spring, like, yeah, just be healthy and get his uh, opening day. I think one of the weirdest things baseball does 
is you'll play down in Northport for 30 days in 82-degree weather. Then the Braves will go to Philly and open in 34-degree weather. Now, you're supposed to be able to overcome and all. It's just a weird, quick transition to go out there and be in regular season form when you've done something for 30 days, and now you're going to go play in New York or in Philly or in Detroit or in these places where April baseball is not supposed to be a thing. Now, we're 44 days away from opening day. The Braves will open in Philly because, of course, they have to open in Philly. It's like every third year mm. we got to open in Philly. And the Phillies, I'm sure, will raise their We Beat the Braves banner in the playoffs. That'll go next to their champion. Oh, wait, they don't have one of those recently. That's a 405 first pitch, Chuck. Plan accordingly. It's a Thursday afternoon. Yeah. What was that about? Late show. <laughs> or early show. No, there'll be no show that day. No show? Yeah, but no show. Colin so quiet. That's what we were going for, right? Colin oh. so groovy. Colin so quiet. Yeah, there's no there's no show when there's a day game, which it angers everybody else. Like the morning show gets mad at us as if we scheduled the game at four oh five and we get, you know, a day off. I don't want the day off. I want to work. If the locker room would have me, I'd come in that morning and work with them. Or Buck, if Buck wanted me to sit in, I'd love it. Matt Eggers listening down the hall. He may alter the schedule. Oh, he's not here at this time. Oh, wow. A program director here at 520 in the afternoon? No. No, no, no. I think we're safe. So here's my question to you, and we'll spend time on this. When when opening day used to matter, who got the assignment, the starting uh-huh. pitching? I mean, it used to be a, like, oh, I want the start. This will be Max's final opportunity as an opening day starter for the Braves, I believe. Spencer also could very easily, because you have two aces, get the ball opening day. They'll say they don't care. None of us say it matters anymore. What will Snit do opening day in Philly? Uh, I don't know, but most teams have taken, most franchises, most philosophies, they have taken the ceremony out of it. It's just whoever's turn it is after the routine but down in Florida, Arizona. You can. You can. You, you said can. that easily. I, I, I don't think it's a big deal to most right. teams anymore. I'm with you. Here's my go, guess. Go look at some opening day starters. I think Snit realizes this will be Max final. I think Max will get the start. Now, the other thing, sometimes it works out where one gets the start at home and the other gets the start on the road. I think Max, this will be his, his final season with the Braves. You get opening day. We won't acknowledge that, but we'll just give him the opening day assignment. And then from here until the end of time, Spencer will be your opening That's day fine. starter. That's fine. Like I said, it used to yeah. be a very big thing. You were basically the staff ace. You were the leader. And no matter what happened in Florida, Arizona, you were starting the opener. Big, big deal. Rick Mailer, Phil Necro, Tom uh, Glavin. I'm sorry. Um Julio Tehran. Julio like Tehran. I <laughs> bet he started at least four. I think like a word with um, you. But it's not a big deal. There's no ceremony to it much. Uh, ceremony is going to be happening in uh, Kansas City. They have their parade tomorrow. Is that right? Because I know where you know where Patrick Mahomes was yesterday. He went from Vegas oh, to yeah, yeah. the happiest place on earth. Patrick Mahomes, you and the Kansas City Chiefs have just won the Super Bowl. What are you going to do next? We're going to Disneyland! So he was at Disney yesterday riding down in the parade on Main Street, USA. Now, he's got little kids. Am I right? Uh, two. Okay. So They're a big I, part of the postgame celebration. And they led him around, and he got to go on the rides if the kids wanted to and do all that thing. So it's yeah, a fast pass? I think he's got the Mahomes pass. They got rid of the fast pass system. Now it's the Disney Genie Plus. Oh, very convoluted. Whole different deal. Point is, though, so not that Mahomes needed this the other day. They have these VIP guided tours that the rich folks can do where you get somebody walking you around ride to ride, park to park. You'll go right through the old Concierge fast pass service. Line. Yes. Is this what Hoyt did? Hoyt didn't do this one. 
there was an athlete one time who asked me if he should do this. I'm not going to name any names. But I was like, do you want to wait in the, uh, the, the line to ride Small World? You're a Hall of Fame player. You're going to wait in a 40-minute line with the plebes? No, you have the money. You go do this. So Mahomes didn't have to do that. So he got paid. Now, the old fee used so to be. So Lenny Wilkins went down to the Disney <laughs> World, and he bought the pass. <laughs> this used to be. A, they used to give athletes $75,000 for doing this. I'm, I don't know if the fee's gone up. Yeah, that goes back to 87 with Phil Sims. Right. So maybe it's more, but they get the round-trip airfare, private plane, uh, tickets, the whole nine. So it's a pretty good gig. The first one I remember, I remember hearing about the Phil Sims after, and then I remember Doug Williams on the field after the comeback against Denver. Mm-hmm. They were down 10 nothing in the first quarter, and it was 35-10 to 10 at halftime, and he was the MVP. He's like, I'm going to Disney World. I was like, okay, this is what everybody talked about. So I remember the one where Boomer Esiason said he had cut his on the field, and then Montana led the Niners down and scored, so they got rid of Boomers, and they used Montana at that point. But it's a deal. Michael Eisner's wife came up with it, the old CEO of Disney. She's like, why wouldn't you do this with all these football players on the field? It's become a regular mainstream culture sort of thing. People understand the reference. It took 35 years, but it's what it is. Now, we've had a lot of uh, post-Super Bowl GOAT conversation. You know that's going to happen with Mahomes. It's leading to a lot of fights. And in this case, I don't think Stephen A. Smith and Shannon Sharp were meaning to fight. Shannon's just been on Stephen A. for not giving Mahomes his GOAT due yet and all this stuff. So listen to Shannon who is ready to start a fight with Stephen A. And I think Stephen A is just agreeing with Shannon. And then poor Molly. This Kira, is uncomfortable. Yeah, Molly is in the background on first take trying to separate the two. But I got a question for you, Stephen A. Mm-hmm. Patrick Mahomes, go get a three-peat. Not what you're talking. Nothing. Oh, man, stop it. That's not what you did for Michael Jordan. You said a three-peat was what made him to go. That's yes, what you saw right up here. Hold on. I'm saying that. I'm confirming what you're saying. You're not listening to me. I'm hey, saying I have Shane. nothing to say if, Shan, if, if hey, Patrick Mahomes wins three straight. So, but don't you point at me Shannon, like that Shannon. as if you got a case to make yeah, against that down against on, Michael Jordan. That's what you told me. You told me that Jordan You told me Jordan told me what made them greater because they three-peated. That's right. Now I'm asking you the same thing. And I'm saying if okay, Patrick Mahomes three-peated, he's going to go up. Yes, I'd have to. Okay, okay. I'm get, sorry, Molly. I'm sorry. No, no, no. No, no, We know LeBron in three-peat. There you go. See, there you go. We know that. Wow. Anybody want to tell me what the hell just happened? And I love Molly, but Molly, come on. Shannon was spring-loaded. You're screaming. at These two idiots are screaming. And I, I say idiots respectfully. They're screaming at each other. You can't be in the background going, Shannon, Steven, Shannon, Shannon. Shannon Steven. had the hammer ready. He's like, I'm going to ask him. Yeah. It's a three-peat. What's going to be your response? And I know he's not going to give him his due, so I'm going to jump him. And he didn't listen to what nope. and understand the context of what Stephen A. was doing. And so he jumped him, and he was, oh, I didn't understand. I'm sorry. Club Shay Shay was open for At business. At the very, very, yeah. very end of that, he's like, oh, okay. After screaming at Stephen A., Stephen A's like, I agree with you. You're not listening. I'm agreeing. How do you say that? I agree with <laughs> you. I'm agreeing with what you're saying. Yes. And he's still yelling at him. Now, we have another beef in media. I know you like media beefs. I don't. You say that, but I think deep down you do. This one between two of the biggest uh, podcasters, Pat McAfee and Bill Simmons. And I guess the backstory on this one, Bill Simmons, who you'll hear with House, your friend House, we're making fun of Pat McAfee and the Pat McAfee show a couple of weeks ago, and it sounded like this. Well, McAfee's created a new version of how to do this. Uh-oh. Why, uh-oh? I don't know. Well, we're not allowed to talk about Pat McAfee? Let's do it. I don't know. He starts the show, and it'd be like, Cowboys, bro, I don't know, man. I don't know. What's going on there, bro? And then it cuts to his three people. Right. And then they'll be like, well, I don't know. And then they'll go back to him and say, it's not good, bro. Not right. good. Not Keep an eye on that, bro. Two of them are looking to take their first cigarette break. <laughs> <laughs> and then McAfee's just uh, going on. We don't have a rundown, bro. <laughs> no rundown on this show, bro. It's actually not a bad impression. It's not bad. So then, of course, McAfee got wind of it, right? 
So then McAfee hears about it, and I guess following the Super Bowl, McAfee was doing some bragging about big, how big his parlay that he offered with who's their sponsor? Are they so? I think FanDuel he's referencing or... his parlay from the previous year when they were Fanduel. Okay, so with Fanduel, and I guess Bill Simmons did the same, and now McAfee was going to show you how big his audience was. I think Bill Simmons, who has it all figured out, yep, I think yeah. he had like eight thousand yep, people yeah, riding alongside yep, him, like eighty three hundred. I think did that's a hit. huge number. Yeah. yeah, did not hit. That's no. really big. Really good, Bill. You still have it. <laughs> I think we had 250,000 yep. people or something like yeah, that. Yeah, like that. yeah, keep running your mouth, Bill. Yeah. <laughs> keep running your mouth. Uh, anyways, this is how it starts. Who's going to be the one to not have to have the last word? Bill might be above this and continue to do it just because he thinks he's tweaking the tank top wearing lunkhead. Bro. Bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's exactly what it is, the bro squad. He may, Bill Simmons, like... Pat McAfee may think that this is actually a back and forth. Bill Simmons may view this as batting practice. But it also is the point where I think McAfee, or, uh, Simmons gains more because McAfee's platform. Absolutely, are which is it, it. That was when we heard this earlier. I was like, if you really had two hundred fifty thousand people follow you versus the uh, twenty times what mm-hmm. he had, um, twenty five, whatever it is. Um, if I was Bill, I'd keep running my mouth. Absolutely, right? get as okay. many mentions as possible from him. It's time to wing it. Presented by WNB Factory. Serving up Atlanta's best wings and burgers with over 60 locations. Find yours at WNBFactory.com. We've been taking your winging it idea answers at the Harris Cherokee Casino's Twitter feed on this Valentine's Day Eve. We asked you who the most romantic looking coach is in sports. Uh, Fact Sports said uh, Bobby Valentine. Sexy. But he wants the glasses and the mustache on him. Sure, the fake one, yeah. Uh, Chris went with Arthur Smith with mustache. Fat Casey went back to Bobby Valentine. Look at you guys. You like Bobby V, huh? Uh, Eddie gave Jack McKeon, Trader Jack, a mention. Jerry Sandusky got a mention. No, no, no. Yeah, you filter that one out. Coach K, Paul Johnson, Bob Petrino, oh, Mike Smith. Good for Smitty. Vince Lombardi got a uh, a mention. Jim Leland with the cigarettes. Right. Pat Summit got uh, a nomination. You guys can keep those coming. Let me see if there's any others here that another Sandusky. Uh, Lee Corso got one. Oh, another Blake. What's the Bobby Valentine? Are we just playing into the last name? We can't be more creative than that. Like, leave like the oh, bad comedy yeah, to us. Yeah. Hmm. All right, people. You guys can send your answers to the Harris Cherokee Casinos Twitter feed. All right, coming up, we go on a fact finding mission. We're going to learn some stuff together that I promise you when you get home tonight, you're going to share what you learned on this show. You'll do it next. Chuck and turn off on this Valentine's Day Eve. We can feel the love in the air. And we actually might have something that's like a real actual giveaway for you to brag about to Good. your significant other on this Valentine's Eve with Chuck and turn off on the fan. We're on FM at 93.7. The mighty AM at 680 and, of course, the 680 The Fan mobile app. Uh, we will get, we'll go on a fact-finding mission here in a moment. But it was just announced. Tickets on sale coming up Friday. It's Dirks Bentley. And Chase Rice coming to Ameris Bank Amphitheater September 6th. So, again, tickets for Dirks Bentley. They will go on sale Friday morning, 10 a.m., LiveNation.com. That's where you're going to have to be because I'm sure they will go quick. LiveNation.com, Friday morning, 10 a.m. Listen to our show all week for your chance to win them before you can buy them. Caller 8, we've got them for you. September 6th, Ameris Bank Amphitheater, 404-231-1680. 
This is a Chuck and Chernoff special report. If you don't listen to this, you could get an STD. A bad one. We shared this herpes. All right, so we are on a fact-finding mission. I like to do this every now and again. Twitter is mostly just an uh, angry, depressing, awful place. But there are a few follows that I like. And one of them I've talked about is I follow fact on Twitter, on Elon Musk's little app. And I don't even know how real or, or right on these are, but I like these facts, and I like to test the brain of Chuck. Okay. Everybody at home, play along with us. We're going to play a round of Did You Know? Same thing with Colin and DT and Brian Gephardt, if you guys Did all I know? Play. For instance, did you know Pablo Escobar once started a fire with $2 million because his daughter was cold? I didn't know that, but I don't doubt it. Did you know that nomophobia is the fear of being without your phone or losing your signal? Or the Dodgers stealing the Rookie of the Year award. Hop out. I was thinking Hideo, too. Yeah, you hop out with them. Both of you guys go together. Derek, DT knows what's up. Did you know octopuses, or is it octopi? Octopody. Did you know Octopody have a brain in every tentacle? Did know that. Did, did know that. You guys knew that. Knew that. I'm very yeah. proud of you. Uh, did you know taking cocaine increases the chance of having a heart attack within the hour by 2,400%, which... The first time I did coke, that would be me. I would take it at 601. I would die at 701. I, I would have guessed by a lot, a lot. <laughs> Not necessarily that number, but by a lot, a lot. That would be me. Like, I would be the guy. Len Bias died the first time. Probably didn't. I would die the first time I did coke. They would have to, like, be very specific, measure it out, right. and say this is the perfect, like, this is the right amount. Because if they just put a bunch out there and you do too much, well, that's the key, you right? be cocaine bear. So what I'm saying to you is I know I would love it. Knowing I have such an addictive personality. Put a, an appropriate amount for just like a single serve. Is that what it looks like? Like, Because if, if I had a little taste of it, Food. I'm going to want more. Is this where I turn to Colin to give me all the insights I, on cocaine? Uh, Colin, your thoughts? A little spoon's usually the small. Uh, okay, or thank key, you. A key bump. All right, you hop out with the two of them. Uh, did you know French fries are from Belgium, not France? Wow, wow. I know, Chuck. How about that? Uh, did you know on average a man spends about five months of his life shaving? Wow. How about that? I hate shaving. I just detest it. I really do. And I, I have to shave because I'm one of these people who can't grow facial hair very well. So it looks like I just have little ants on my face if I don't. Have you ever had a shave? Hey, now. Go treat yourself. I'm not bougie like you. Treat yourself. It's like $25. I know. It's just bougie. I don't need somebody it's to shave. It's $25. I'm, bucks. Sh- I'm sure it'd be great. This is the guy who won't pay $6 for Peacock. It's the moisturize, by the <laughs> like way. The smooth. I love what you differentiate spending money. You're like, uh, bougie Chuck can get the shave, but he won't pay 6 bucks for the Peacock anymore. To watch a football $25? $25. Channel. Uh, did you know your nostrils work one at a time? As you breathe in and out through your nose, one nostril does most of the work, switching to the other nostril every two or three hours. It's like the host on this show. that's known as the nasal cycle did you know that without taking a shot i did not know that uh did you know crocodiles can climb trees that's interesting that's not true you made that one up i did no not true they can run on two feet it's crazy that's not no you swear to god all of y'all made it's on the fact website they can't zigzag they can't zigzag they can only go straight i think colin this is he's talking about after a little spoonful i think oh after the uh, after the bump and they always split tens right (laughs) (laughs) i will not play with them at third base uh did you know misophonia is a condition which you're easily annoyed or angered by little things such as a person who eats chews or uh, breathes too loudly oh domino has that I think I have that, too. I don't want to be near anybody. Turning on and off monitors was not listed on there. Yeah, not listed. Uh, Did you know in the next 30 seconds you will, on average, produce 72 million red blood cells, 
shed 174,000 skills, uh, skin cells and have about 25 thoughts. I need to eat more vegetables. If right. I'm doing all that. I need... Did you know adult cats don't actually meow at each other? Instead, they meow and attempt to communicate with humans. Now, um... I believe this one. Bruno does this with me. When my dog, my cat, when he wants to talk to me, he's like, meow, daddy, meow. And we just have a whole conversation. Yeah, but the neighborhood cat. Well, that's different. He's a homeless putting cat. Putting out that call. Right. Oh, you're saying the tiger's whole- around. Isn't that where the term cat and around happens? Yeah, we got a tiger in the neighborhood. Gotcha. Uh, did you know you should delete your browser cookies before buying airline tickets because ticket fares go up when you visited the site multiple times? That's not the only reason guys that. should delete their browser cookies, by the way. Just saying. I found that out, yeah, trying to uh, investigate the Auburn-Florida State thing. Mm-hmm. Like the ticket was $350 at 8 o'clock. and then back. Um, like $1,300. DT, did you not know that one? I knew that one. Found it out back when I was, yeah. Were you this many days old when you just learned that? Yeah, yeah and I appreciate that. No, 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 yeah, it'll, it'll track you and one left at this price. No, that's not true either. Uh, did you know it's estimated that the Earth's helium supply will run out by 2030? And party balloons will cost about $90 each. True story. Oh, wow. Look, that doesn't happen often. Right. Uh, did you know, Chuck, according to one study, the, oh, hap- the helium thing. Hang on. Oh. What are we going to do without helium? Uh, okay, go ahead. Oh, that's a great question. I'm processing. We won't have party balloons? No, there's got to be more. Uh, Maybe for- somebody stored some away. I don't All know. right, go ahead. Uh, did you know, according to one st- uh, study, the happiest couples are those without children? I knew that. <laughs> I knew that. Shocking. And the more you have, the more miserable you'll be. We love them, but the more miserable and broke. By the way, helium's the second most common elephant element in the universe, and we're always running out of it, and it's always coming back. So All right. What about the elephant? Element. All right. Uh, Chuck, did you know there was a woman in the 1700s who gave birth to 16 pairs of twins, nah. seven sets of triplets, and four sets of quadruplets? In just 40 years with the same man. So I did the math. That's 69 kids and a lot of sex. How? Huh? 69 kids. Wow. Kids. Uh-uh. Did you know this fun fact? The word bed actually looks like an actual bed. Kind of. When did she start having the kids? Uh, what was the 1700s? Chuck is stuck. You're probably about 13 in that, in that ah. time. Because the average lifespan is, you, you know, you die in your 30s. So if she lasted till her 50s, she had all the kids. Oh, uh, okay. And so, like, Desdemona Goslin. Right. And then her uterus fell out. Bit off that 40th kid. Right. Uh, did you know the average woman smiles 62 times a day and the average man smiles only eight times? I'm in. Yeah. First of all, there ain't a dude listening who says his wife smiles 62 bleeping times a day. I want to meet her. Where is she? She must smile when he's at work. Uh, did you know summer lasts for 42 years on Uranus? Now I do. You were this many days old when you learned it. Uh, did you know sex is the safest tranquilizer in the world, 10 times more effective than Valium? Oh. Try that with your wives tonight, gentlemen. Honey, look, I really need a good night's sleep. <laughs> need you step up. need you to step up. It's Valentine's Day Eve. Uh, did you know you can shrink a pimple within minutes by putting a bit of Listerine on it? The alcohol dries it up and causes it to fade. Can't be good, good for you over time, no, right? But you have great breath in your cheek, too, or wherever the pimple is. Come put me to sleep, honey. Hey, my pimple smells great. Did you know cats and killer whales both kill for fun? I, 
orca, like orca whales, they'll come up and just like mess with human boats and stuff like that, and they're just doing it just to be jerks. You guys know DT knew no. all this stuff? I'm very impressed, DT. I did know that one. Uh, did you know climacophilia is where somebody is sexually aroused by falling downstairs? Wait, 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 what kind of sexually aroused by falling down? That's not a thing. I'm just telling you it is. Climacophilia. How is that getting the hell beat out of you 15 times? How is that? Chuck, people are into There's always things. somebody yeah, into something. That's exactly right. Uh, Chuck, did you know the average person spends 45 to 62 minutes a day just waiting? Just waiting. Feels like I do longer than just waiting. Than yeah, I've been doing minutes. it for about six minutes. Uh, <laughs> Did you know Will Smith, Nick Cage, Tom Cruise, Johnny Depp, and Leonardo DiCaprio were offered the part of Neo in The Matrix before Keanu Reeves? Matt, the X's you deliver are so dramatic. And finally, did you know a dolphin's nipples are located in its anus? Why'd the music stop? That's a fact. You can't just pick and choose the facts you don't like. If you were ever curious where a dolphin's nipples are, it's anus. You don't have to stop the music again. It's a fact. I want, I want to think you got punked. Double you the pleasure, double the fun? You didn't know that, did you? Look at you guys all learning stuff. You guys are going to take this home. I, I want to think I didn't learn that. Hey, I was listening to Matt and Chuck, and I found out a dolphin's nipples are located in its anus. You ever wonder where a dolphin's nipples are? Now you know. See? Again, we learned it was a fact-finding Roll mission. Play. We all did it together. I'm Flipper. Who's the other character? I'll wait. Well, Chuck contemplates role play i'll very quickly try to segue from that to tell you coming up next it's time for unfinished business oh i love a new segment it makes me so happy chuck wouldn't share a specific secret with the show but he will share it with you all next god i'm in such a love mood i just love is just everywhere it's in the air chuck and turn off in this valentine's eve here on The Fan, on FM at 93.7, AM at 680, and on the 680 The Fan mobile app. Chuck, we're excited to uh, introduce a brand new segment to you. What do we got? And the audience, as we try to wrap up the show by closing loops that we would refer to as unfinished business. We all know Chuck has a lot of random thoughts throughout oh. the show. Why don't you have him cutting his penis off then, huh? Wow. And Matt likes to tell crappy jokes no one understands. Chuck, all due respect, what the f*** are you doing? So now, <laughs> it's time to circle back on some stuff we didn't get to the bottom of. Why, 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 why? We now present to you Unfinished Business. I love it. Chuck and Turnoff. Uh, we have production. We got stuff. Brian Gephardt, producer of the program. What didn't we finish up? So Chuck on Friday was talking all about the chili, everything that he was going to do for Sunday, diving into it. But we never heard the breakdown of how the chili turned out. And then I asked you yesterday, hey, how did it go? And you wanted to share it, but realized I was only here a week and I shouldn't be you know, given this knowledge. But the listeners want to know, what's one secret to making a good chili, Chuck? Okay, secret. I'll give you a couple. First of all, use uh, ground sirloin. Hell, ground ribeye if you have to. Oh, uh, you don't want to use that for, like, uh, backyard burgers because they'll dry out. But in chili, obviously, you've got plenty of moisture, all right? So use the highest ground beef possible. Throw I'm one strip of bacon. Just one. Let it sit in there four, five, only, six hours. Only one? one. It'll just, yeah. it'll all just grease out and it'll be great. And here's the big key. In that chili, one can of, like, Swanson's chicken broth. Huh. Stock. Just pour it in there, right. and it'll be that little taste in like a big, you know, like four-gallon thing of chili. You're like, whoa, wait a minute, what does that taste? 
a little bit of chicken stock. Now, do you dress it up with a cornbread or something with it? Do you do? Uh, that's actually the best thing to do is like oven baked, like yeah. Mexican cornbread yeah. or something like that. And you can pour it on it if you want. I could but, kiss you right now. Yeah. <laughs> You can create a it's but but it's just a little flavor addition. Plus, if you want something instead of just um, chili beans, mm-hmm. chili hot beans from bushes or whatever, so you were happy with your chili. How about one can of refried and the, then like three of the chili beans? Just a little different texture. You gave us all the secrets. I was I'm just asking you, one today. I've you know? got them, man. Do we have any other unfinished business? Yeah. That was Fridays. That was way back. Exactly. So yesterday we never really got to your Super Bowl party recap. You mentioned there was thirty or forty people right. there. You know, you didn't really get to see any of the commercials or sure. anything, but like, who was the drunkest? Who did you have to tell to leave? Do we have um, any issues? Do we have any highlights? What? People were very well behaved, and this is where I win hosting Super Bowl is because it's a school night. A lot of people dipped out at half, so it, people were mostly well behaved. There was nothing spilled anywhere. The kids here's our biggest beef. The kids were in a different room, and because we all now do TV on a different pace, they were about three seconds ahead of us. So we had to get those little crap heads out of there to oh. not ruin the end of the game to come in with us. That was our biggest. Did issue. you give them this pause? Like, did you pause it so that caught up? We tried to get it synced up as much as possible. Mm. That's tough. That's tough. Are we out of time? We got to go. Thank you, Colin. Thank you, Brian. We're back tomorrow at we'll two. Probably have more work. Great. Tuesday okay, night. Bye. bye. Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com. This morning in the Atlanta airport, no one's missing a meal on Mac Wilburn's watch. With 11 restaurants to serve passengers, he's got dining for every destination. And it all started when Mac talked with First Horizon Bank about opening a franchise in the airport. Now it's open for business and cleared for takeoff. First Horizon Bank. Let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash Mac. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC. This is a 680 The Fan podcast. To hear more live and local sports content like this, tune into 680 AM or 93.7 FM or download The Fan app. A lifetime of hard work, children laughing in the kitchen, family photos on a restaurant wall, a legacy that lives on. It all comes from the power of a conversation, like the one Tommy Hall had with First Horizon Bank about taking over his father's Charleston-based restaurant business. Now the table is set for a whole new generation. First Horizon Bank. Let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash Tommy. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC. Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com. The fan is ready for brave season. Are you? 3-1 smoked high in the air, deep center field, and heading for the horizon. A home run by Olsen. We're streaming every game of the Braves 2024 season free on the 680 The Fan app. So make sure you download it now and don't miss a pitch of the Braves this season.